You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 54. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yummy Mummies, how are you? We are still in the thick of celebrating the Yummy Mummy Podcast and it's one year birthday. We are like anniversarying it up. So if you have not shared this podcast and you want to share this podcast because you want to win cool shit, like a $500 gift card to Nordstrom, like shit that I knit mommy and me hats, like sweat and stillness workouts, plyo jam dance workouts, coaching, Oh, we have Tasha Rose Herbal Remedies, which you guys, I'm obsessed with her stuff. We have stuff from the Trust Store. We have so many good prizes and the chances of you winning are going to be one in three. I'm going to make it so that it's going to be one in three. I'm like backing this. I'm subsidizing this raffle, you guys. (laughs) So share it in any way. This is like the simplest raffle. This isn't like those crazy Instagram raffles where you have to like tag all these people and then go here and then your friend has to tag it. I'm like, whoa, I literally need a nap, (laughs) right? This is literally you share the podcast in any way, shape or form. And then you tell me, hey, I shared your podcast. You can email that sentence. Hey, I shared your podcast to laura at lauraconley.com. So this raffle is in celebration of the podcast and it being one year old and in celebration of our greater mission, which is to help 1 million moms lose weight for the last time and be free from food forever. What? So maybe you don't even care about prizes, but maybe you want to help me free the moms. Maybe you just, maybe you just love me and you just want to share the love, right? So share this podcast. If you've gotten anything out of this podcast, I encourage you to share it so that somebody in your life can have the transformation or the change or just the little upgrade that you've had from listening. Okay. So before we dive into this episode and oh my God, you guys, this episode is so freaking good holiday survival guide part due part two i'm like really so excited to deliver this content for you i want to give you guys before we dive into the episode a short and sweet testimonial client comment from my client sarah i feel like i have so many clients named sarah it's like the most popular name within the yummy mummies now you guys don't need tons of testimonials or client comments because hello, did you listen to the last episode? It was like one yummy mummy after another, just telling us how impactful this work has been. So that was so heartwarming for me to listen to. So cool. So Sarah, she was just writing in on our Slack group and she'd said, Oh my God, this is the answer. The yummy mummy experience is the answer that I did not think existed. I mean, come on. Like, I don't even really want to share her whole entire comment with you because that's really all you need to know. The yummy mummy is the answer I didn't think existed. It really is like the best kept secret. I swear to God. So she was writing in saying, I'm back from eight days in Italy. It was amazing. I lost two pounds while I was there. And she goes on and on to say that she just had the best trip and she wasn't consumed with food chatter. What is better than that? It's so amazing. 
Thank you for sharing that with us, Sarah. It's so inspirational for other people to hear about that. So my client, Suzanne, you guys, she had listened to the Holiday Survival Guide part one and she loved it. And then she was like, you know what? We need to do a Holiday Survival Guide part two because I noticed I was getting in a little kerfuffle with a family member. And I noticed I just went and mindlessly grabbed nuts. So let's talk about, she's like suggesting to me, we should talk about, cause this is what we do inside the Yummy Mummy experience, right? And she's like, this would be such a good podcast to talk about how we need to get to the root so that we don't use food to numb out. Okay, you guys, so before we dive into the episode, I wanted to tell you guys know I love to tell you a client comment and I love to tell you like a little fun fact about like what's going on in my life. I just like knowing the people that I'm listening to. Like I feel like you guys are my friends. I feel like the people's podcasts that I listen to, I feel like they're my friends. So I just want to share with you that going into this weekend, we have so many plans, right? We have my best friend, who by the way is a yummy mommy and she is at her lowest weight in like the history of her life. It's so exciting. She looks so freaking good. So excited for her on her birthday. But you guys, she rented a party bus. It is going to, we are going to be like, we're 24. The party bus is going from 12 to like seven. I'm like, oh my God, what is even happening? I'm like, there better be a pole in that party bus. my God. So we are celebrating her birthday. We've got Thanksgiving coming up, all kinds of fun plans. And I just want to let you guys know that it is possible for you to see your holiday season and all your fun plans simply with that lens. It's fun. It's exciting. It's going to be great. Instead of oh my God, how am I going to survive? I'm going to eat all the things. I want you to know that it's possible for the words and and both and and both. So word one and word two, both, right? You can have some pumpkin pie and maintain your dream come true weight. You can have some pumpkin pie and lose weight for the last time. Now, can you eat a piece of pumpkin pie every single day and lose weight for the last time? Probably not. Maybe we'd have to test it, right? And that's exactly what we do inside the Yummy Mummy Experience. But my guess is when you do the work that I teach you, you're not even gonna want the pumpkin pie on a regular basis anyways. I just wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share the fact that I'm going on a party bus. Like who even goes on a party bus when they're 38 years old? But you guys, my friend, my best friend, Zoe, she is who goes on a party bus because she is like literally the, she is the funnest. You guys think I'm the funnest? No, she is the funnest. Funnest is also PS award. <laughs> I'm in a mood today, aren't I? Yeah. Cause you know, every other day I'm like super serious. I will probably be sharing pictures from our party bus excursion. And yeah, so let's talk about the holidays and how to survive them. And really, you guys, what I hope for you, my wish for you is that it's not a survival guide. Really? It's a thrival guide. (laughs) It's a thrival guide. I want you to thrive through the holidays. For some of us, the holidays really are super fun, right? And then for some of us, they're super stressful. But my guess is for most of us, they're a blend They're a blend of fun and stress. We're excited, but we're a little like, oh shit, here we go again. So 
if you're like me, like I, I really love the holidays. I think they're super fun, but there's still moments within that can be stressful. So I want you to know that if you're somebody who's like obsessed with the holidays and doing all the holiday things, this podcast episode is for you too. So however you feel about the holidays, you're going to get something out of this podcast. So let's talk about specifically the chaos and the stress that can arise around the holidays. We really want to get to the root of why you're stressed or why you're feeling chaotic so that you don't have to eat to numb the stress, to eat, to quell the chaos. Oh, that's good. Quell the chaos. (laughs) So some of us, right, eat to numb out. But if we don't have anything to numb out about in the first place, we don't have to solve anything with food. And if we don't have to solve anything with food, then most likely we're going to bottom out at our natural weight. Isn't that so cool? If you're using food almost exclusively for fuel, then you will bottom out at your natural weight. It's like the most magical thing ever. So I'm not saying that you're going to like the advice here, you guys, is not going to be uninvite your in-laws, your stressful in-laws to the Thanksgiving week, right? You don't have to uninvite people. You don't have to change your life drastically in order to do what you want to do, in order to not use food to numb out, in order to have the holiday season that you want to have. So usually stress comes from two things during the holidays. Okay, so the first one is your to-do list, okay? The second area that we feel stress from is like other people and their behavior or like external circumstances. So we're gonna put external circumstances as number two, but it typically shows up as other people and other people's behavior. But it could show up as things like, the turkey was burnt or like the Amazon package didn't come in time or something outside of your control. So let's start with your to-do list first. Here are some things that might be on your holiday to-do list. So go through this with me and be like, oh yeah, that's totally me. Or like, no, I don't put that on my to-do list. No way. Things like cooking a big gourmet meal, maybe things like polishing the silver, or what about ironing the napkins? Or maybe you have on your to-do list carrying out some tradition that you could like genuinely care less about. Maybe you made like those grateful turkeys with the big feathers and you feel like you should make them with your daughter, right? You guys know what those turkeys I'm talking about? I actually like doing that, but there are maybe traditions that you have on your to-do list that you really genuinely don't like. You don't feel connected to them. You care less, like you could care less about them. What about, do you put this on your to-do list? Hand-washing dishes. Like you get out that like special china and then you have to hand wash it. What about buying presents? That could be on your to-do list, right? I'm guessing it is. What about buying presents for people that buy for you and you don't want to buy for them? (laughs) What about, do you have something on your to-do list? Like host something, like host a little get together or host a cookie exchange or host fill in the blank. What about things on your to-do list like get cute outfits for the kids, right? I'm guessing you have a holiday to-do list. What you might not know about this to-do list is, drum roll please, you can literally throw it away. 
you literally can throw away your to-do list. You do not have to do anything on your to-do list. Okay, stay with me here. You're going to want to argue with me. I get it. Like, no, no, I have to iron the napkins because they're wrinkly. No, you literally don't have to iron the napkins because they're wrinkly. You might want to iron the napkins, which that's going to bring me to my next point. But just stay with this first point first. You do not have to do anything on your to-do list. You can throw that away. What I want you to create instead is a want list is a choosing list. You can call it whatever you want. (laughs) I had somebody talk about like to-do list instead of a to-do list. And it was like her way of being excited about, I think maybe it was from Gretchen Rubin. It was like her way of being excited. A to-do list, a want list. I am choosing these things list. That is the only list that I want you to have ever in your life. Okay, I know I'm getting a little... (laughs) passionate here, but trust me, this will bring you so much freedom. We're going to talk through this. So you are an adult human. You are an adult human and you can literally do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want to do it. And you're going to, again, you're going to want to argue with me. You are an adult human. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Now, this does not mean that there won't be consequences. (laughs) Like if you decide to drive 110 miles down the freeway, there's probably going to be some consequences for that, right? But just stay with me here. Yes, there may be some consequences to you doing what you want, to you throwing away your to-do list, especially if other people... This is going to be the good part right here, the meaty part, especially if other people love that you do your to-do list. So it might be difficult. Yeah, there might be consequences. So the main consequence that you're going to come up against, if you decide, if you take my very passionate advice to get rid of your to-do list and to instead do a want list, there may be consequences to having a want list and abiding and adhering to that only. So for example, the main consequence is going to be disappointment, disappointment in other humans. Just like you're allowed to be an adult human and do whatever you want and feel whatever you want, other adult humans are allowed to do whatever they want and they're allowed to feel however they want. But what I want to implore to you is that their disappointment is not a problem. It's not a real reason for you to continue to iron the fucking napkins, right? Like their disappointment is genuinely just a vibration in their body. Give that back to them. That is theirs to own. That disappointment actually has nothing to do with you. So let's break this down. I actually do want you to have a to-do list to look at it, like actually write out everything you think that you're gonna do during the holidays and then go over each one and decide, does this get to go on the want list? Am I choosing this? Do I want to do this deep down, right? So you can want to do something because you know that your great aunt Martha is just gonna like love it. She's gonna like 
oh my God, she's going to be obsessed with the ironed napkins. She's going to talk about it like seven times. She's going to be like, this is amazing that you do this. These are my favorite napkins. These are my great grandma, blah, 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 blah. You can want to do something because you know that your great aunt Martha is just going to like relish in it. And that can be reason enough. But take your power back and know that you want to do it because you know how happy it makes your great aunt Martha aunt aunt. I don't know what I even say anymore because I've lived in so many places. (laughs) Is it aunt or is it aunt? Oh my God. It really is. That can be reason enough for it to go on your list, but you take so much of your power back when you're like, oh, I'm choosing this. Oh, I don't have to do this. I get to do this if I want to do this. So let's go to the other side of that coin. You can not do something just because you don't want to do it. So if you don't want to iron the napkins and you want to spend your time doing something else that you like doing better, like playing with your kids on the floor or making pumpkin pie or working or going for a run, you do not have to iron the napkins. And that is reason enough. Now, this might bring up some discomfort for you, right? If you're someone who's always, every single year, you iron the napkins, and then this year, you're deciding that you're not going to iron the napkins, there's going to be some discomfort because you're literally becoming another person. You're becoming somebody who used to iron the napkins, even though they didn't want to, to becoming somebody who doesn't iron the napkins because they don't want to. And that can be uncomfortable. And it'll just be uncomfortable this year. Next year, it won't be uncomfortable. So I really think it's a great reason to not put it on your want list. You don't have to put anything on your want list that you don't want to put on your want list. And you don't have to have a good, quote unquote, good reason or justifiable reason. You can just genuinely not want to do it and you can have your own back. And that process will be uncomfortable the first time or two you do it. And then it will not be uncomfortable anymore because it will be who you become. You will become somebody that does what she wants to do. Now, some of you guys are going to be like, oh my God, that's so selfish, oh my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe you wouldn't carry on this tradition. I can't believe you wouldn't polish the silver. It's the great grandmother's silver. It's okay, right? You can let go of it, right? Other people, like I said before, may be disappointed. They may even judge you. But is not disappointing someone else worth you handing over your power? Is it worth lying? Like literally that's what we're doing when we iron the napkins. I love that this is the example, you guys, by the way. Shout out to my girlfriend who was like, I don't want to iron the napkins. So is it worth lying to the people around you? That's really what this is lying. Doing something when you want to do it and pretending you do want to do it, that's a lie. You don't want to be a liar. No. When you try not to disappoint someone else, you end up disappointing yourself. Let me say that again. When you try to not disappoint someone else, you end up disappointing yourself. And you guys know I care a lot about how I model behavior for my kids, right? Other people I don't really care about, (laughs) clearly. But I care about how I'm showing up in the world because I know that's what my kids are gonna get first and foremost. I really care about passing down my truth. 
I care about being authentic. I want my kids to see that and to see that is a value of mine. And when I do things that I don't want to do for whatever the reason is, because I want to please somebody else, mm-mm. Then I'm passing that down to my kids. I do not want my kids to be people pleasers. I want my kids to put themselves at the top of the list because when they put themselves at the top of their list, then they really truly contribute to this world, right? They show up the way that they want. They feel the way that they want. And like I said, some people do see this as selfish. Oh, well, selfish gets a bad rap, but selfish is actually the first act of selflessness. You can't be truly selfless over a long period of time unless you're quote unquote selfish. I don't think selfish is bad. You can also say it's not selfish at all. You could play with it that way. Let's talk about when somebody is disappointed that you haven't polished the silver or that you didn't make that special cranberry encrusted brie that they love. They kind of shoot you that look. They're disappointed or whatever, fill in the blank. You notice that somebody is disappointed because you didn't do what you are no longer willing to do. So in that moment, you are going to have to be willing to be uncomfortable. But what is discomfort? It's a vibration in your body. That's all discomfort is. It's a vibration in your body. So you notice somebody else is disappointed. The next step is to be like, ooh, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable because I used to be somebody that did things that I didn't want to do. And now I'm becoming somebody that does what she wants to do. And so in that transition, there's going to be discomfort. So all I want you to do in that moment is just name it. Wow, I'm a little uncomfortable. I can feel that discomfort, that tightening in my body. I want you to take a breath and I want you to remember that this is right, that this is the path, that you chose this, that nothing has gone wrong in this moment. If we can distill that down and we can change our to-do list to a want list, if we can change our to-do list to an I am choosing list, there's going to be a lot less reason for us to eat, right? If you're going through the holidays and you're stressed because you have so many things on your to-do list that you don't really want to do, and you guys... Side note, when you're doing things you don't want to do, you become burnt out and you become exhausted. And then what solves that? Eating. But of course, it doesn't actually solve that, right? So this is why we have to clean up and throw away our to-do list. Because if we keep our to-do list, we will end up so stressed, we will end up so tired, and we will continue to use food as the solution, So this is why I want you guys really getting to the root, choosing what fills you up, choosing what you want to do, being willing to feel uncomfortable if there's some backlash from some other people and not using food to solve that discomfort, right? So if I'm really setting you up for success, Not only, this is your takeaway, you guys, so get ready. Not only do I want you 
throwing away your to-do list and creating only to-want list or to-choose list, whatever you want to call it. Tell me your creative names. I would love to hear. We got to get a cool name for this. So that's like step one, right? That's your takeaway number one. Your takeaway number two is, okay, say I do that and then somebody else is a little uncomfortable with that. I am willing to feel my own discomfort watching them be disappointed and not eating to solve that discomfort, right? And instead saying, this is me being uncomfortable. This is part of the process. This won't be forever and taking some breaths and moving on. Okay. So other people's behavior is totally up to them. Just like you get to create a to want list, they get to be disappointed. They get to show up how they want to show up. Maybe you want to send them this podcast. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What I'm seeing, what I'm noticing, you guys, is that this actually needs to be a three-parter. So we had Holiday Survival Guide Part 1. This is Holiday Survival Guide Part 2. What we're going to do is we're going to have a Holiday Survival Guide Part 3 where we're going to talk about those external circumstances. So when people buy your kids stupid cheap shit toys or when somebody brings up politics, right? We're going to talk about that on the Holiday Survival Guide Part 3 because what I'm hearing from you guys is that you don't want these podcasts to be super duper long. You want them more bite-sized. So I'm going to leave this episode as this episode and then we're going to go from there. Make sure you share this podcast let me know. Then you'll be entered into the raffle. We're going to announce the winners on December 3rd. And remember, as always, if you want to be on the wait list, we are going to open doors in December. You're going to want to mark your calendars. December 7th is when doors will open for the people on the wait list. It's first come, first serve. So lauraconley.com, click work with me. I hope you guys have the absolute best Thanksgiving ever. I am so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for this community. It's brought me to tears multiple times this week. It has shown me that the same skills that I use to lose weight for the last time are the same skills that I use to get this podcast. And it's just the most rewarding thing ever. I'm going to let you go, but have the best Thanksgiving ever. Use this and then stay tuned for the next survival guide. I freaking love you guys the most. Yeah. Ciao, baby babes. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Lara Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. 
I will see you there.